All right, welcome back to another Discovery Call, friends. I am so excited for you to meet Lauren Eglund. She is a Facebook and Instagram ads and marketing strategist. What does that mean? Well, you'll find out. But basically, if you want help with your ads, she'll help you with that. But she will also help you with everything else to make sure from start to finish, you have the best ad campaign or what you call sales funnel ever. So without further ado, let's talk to Lauren and learn more about how she does that for her customers. Welcome to Discovery Call Podcast, where we are all about connecting business owners with their next person to meet their outsourcing needs. Business owners, I know it can be hard to find that right person when you are ready to outsource your business. So come here, listen in a Discovery Call, get to know someone, and find your next person even faster. But service providers, this podcast is for you too. We get to cheer each other on, learn from each other, and honestly, grow our network even more. So everyone tune in because I know you are ready to finally level up your business and this is the place that will help you do so. All right. Well, Lauren, thank you for coming onto the show today. Can you tell our listeners who you are and what you do and where you're from? Yeah, of course. I'm really excited to be here. But yeah, my name is Lauren Eglin. Um, I'm the owner of Lauren Eglin Marketing and I focus on Facebook and Instagram ads um, and copywriting for course creators and coaches. And so my main focus in and lead in for a lot of my business is Facebook ads. But I recently added in the last year really diving deep into copywriting because actually there's nothing that sinks a ad campaign faster than bad copy. And so it's such a critical piece of successful marketing and successful campaigns is having that that key copy on landing pages, email marketing, all of it, that all works together in ads. And so that's really, really who I focus on and and helping those kind of business owners. Um, I do work with some local businesses as well. um, But yeah, a lot of my clients are the online course creators and coaches looking to scale their businesses. And where are you from? So where are we uh, talking to you from? Yeah. So I live in rural Iowa, actually actually very rural. My husband's family actually are dairy farmers. So we live in a town of about 800 people. But yeah, we live in Northeast Iowa and Osha, Iowa. But yeah, I'm married and have two little boys. Uh, they're three and two. So they keep us on our toes at all times. And uh, yeah, so we're kind of out in the middle of nowhere. But that doesn't stop me from having clients all over the world. So that's what I love about this business. Yeah, that is excellent. I love that you could just be anywhere. You know, you, you go in your office and you're just travel the world, really. So that's awesome. Right, right. Yeah. I've had clients in Dubai and in Australia and the United Kingdom. So it's, it's been fun. I love it. I love it. Excellent. So when you have a client who comes to you and they want you to do ads for them, what are the main problems that you're coming and solving? Like, how are you kind of, what's your starting process of starting that whole ad campaign? Right. Yeah. So when people come to me, you know, looking for ads, especially, you know, smaller businesses or course creators, you know, we're looking at to define really what their goal is with ads, because sometimes we don't always need ads. And I'm, I'm always very honest with people if they if I feel like they, they, they don't need ads yet, or they're not quite there, or their goals aren't going to align, they're not going to be happy with, you know, what they're, what they're going to get the result for. So I always start there just trying to, you know, drill down and figure out what their exact goals are and if we if ads are going to be a good fit. Um, ads work great for course creators and and coaches that are looking to one starting just list building. That's kind of a lot where a lot of people start. And we talk about email list building. Um, and so ads can be a great way to grow that really quickly. And so a lot of my clients are, are at that stage. 
The next stage is when you're looking to start to scale that business. Um, and so right at that point, we're looking to make sure that you have a an offer that's converting. And so when we say that, we just want to make sure that you've sold it and that it's been validated and that people want this. And it's not that you can or you shouldn't ever run ads to anything that you've never sold before. You can do that. It's just a bigger risk because you may spend some money and realize that your messaging is off or the offer doesn't quite align with what people are looking for. And so you got to go back to the drawing board, change some things. It's not that the offer needs to exactly change, but maybe how we present it, what that positioning, offer positioning is, because that can really, really impact um, your course. I mean, a lot of these courses and coaches I see have incredible courses, but just who we're presenting to it and when is is off. And so then the sales don't happen. And so a lot of the process is getting all that lined out first before we start scaling with ads. I always tell everyone, ads don't fix a broken funnel. If it's not converting organically, ads are just fuel to the fire. And so if there's no fire, it's going nowhere. And so we just really need to always be watching that, you know, to, you know, make sure that your ads are converting. So that's kind of a long answer, but <laughs> those are kind of what I'm solving for people and helping them, um, helping them scale. And it really is. It's so true that, you know, you throw an ad in something and if you don't kind of have like a, a beta phase, right, where you kind of have a group of people and you're working out the kinks, you kind of, right. you have to make sure that's done before you start. Ooh, tell the whole world to come. And I like the fact that you focus on email list building as well. Remember, it was a little while ago, but Facebook and Instagram was just down for a day. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, and the importance of an email list, I think, really became very, very eye-opening at that day. Of like, right. I think a lot of people started their email list that day. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. That day they're like, all right, we gotta, we gotta call them. Um, call Lauren. Um, so that's, um, so important. Right. No. And I think, you know, a lot of businesses don't start email marketing or at least you don't even have to start email marketing, but start building that database as soon as possible. Even if you're a service provider, have an, an opt-in box on your website, you know, even if you don't plan and tend to email people regularly, have that start to build that database because you, when you are ready to that, you're going to be so glad that you have a starting point. And it, you know, there's you. Always, everyone always starts small, and everyone has square ones. So don't be ashamed if you're emailing ten people. You have to start somewhere. But yeah, I always recommend that everybody just, you know, I wish I would have started mine sooner myself. Um, I kick myself for not doing that sooner. I'm like, gosh, I'd like so much traffic that I could have been could have been capturing. But email list is just it's such a powerful marketing tool. Um, and a lot of people will say email's dead or things like that, and that's really not true at all. It definitely works together with ads, and email marketing is such a critical part of having successful ad campaigns and just successful marketing in general, because you just, you need that contact point because we can't rely on organic social media as much anymore because, you know, the algorithm changes, who's seeing your stuff changes. You're only reaching a small percentage of your audience. And that email marketing is just build such a much more intimate relationship with your customer base. You're um, having, you know, gives you an opportunity to have longer conversations with them. With on social media, you're competing with everybody else's attention all the time. So having that space to build out those relationships is really what ultimately makes sales for businesses. I like that. I love that you bring that into what you do because it's not just all about the ads and it's, um, and also emails are so great because you have that permission based relationship too. Like they gave right. you your, their email, right. You are not like grabbing, mm-hmm. not buying emails off of buckets. And <laughs> yeah, so, I don't recommend doing that. <laughs> yeah. Like there, those options are out there, but that's not recommended. <laughs> yeah. So, right up there with buying followers. So <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So what strengths do you think that you bring to the table that is really unique that you do or just 
values that you have in your business? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, a couple of things here, you know, I, first I believe in really ethical marketing. Um, you know, there's some people out there that, you know, get really pushy in their, in their sales tactics and using a lot of tactics that sometimes can be feel overbearing or, you know, little bit misleading. I make sure that I'm writing, hopefully, you know, really ethical copy. I mean, we really do want to build triggers in there to help people make a decision. But when we, we found that over time too, when we force people into decisions with, um, you know, high pressure tactics, and you end up with like higher refund rates and different things on the back end, because customers ultimately re- regret, you get a lot of buyer's remorse. And that's what we want to avoid. And we can build that in on the front end, if we're using more ethical marketing tactics. And so that's always been a big part of my business is I want to work with people that are truly out to help people like if you're just out after the sales and you don't care what's happening to your customer when you're not giving me a business very long because words can travel really fast that that's what you're after. And it's being really apparent in, in your material and stuff. So um, not that I disagree with making money. Everyone, you know, the more money we make, the more people we can help. But it's definitely just, you know, you have to come from that ethical standpoint and that point of, you know, the point of view of you, you truly want to help and serve people. And so um, that's what I really focus on there. A lot of ad managers and no, no fault against some other but, you know, they just build the ads and if your ads, you know, if your copy or your landing page or your offer isn't working, a lot of times they go, we well, you know the ads work, but there's something wrong with your offer. You know, you need to go find someone to help you do that. And so what I do is I take a really holistic approach to all of your marketing. I want to look at it all, see what's where we're losing people, where we might be having issues, where is the messaging off or people dropping off? Because when those parts are successful, my ad campaigns are successful. And so I just take that very, you know, I don't want our ads to exist in a silo. I want them to complement everything else that you're doing and then build off each other. Because what we're doing in your marketing is we need to add touch points at different points. You know, we need, they need to see an email here and then an ad here, and then we target with another ad and then follow up with another, you know, social media post and a video. And so it's all how all that's working together because any more you really have to have that holistic plan. You can't just have a great organic program or just a great ad program or just an email, great email marketing. You really need all three to be working together. And if they're not, you're going to struggle or it's just going to cost you a lot. <laughs> exactly. I am like not in my head as you're saying, I think it's just wonderful. It's even like, I even think um, the connection between um, when you're building your websites, you know, you can focus on making it SEO, SEO, right? But if you don't actually make it so that when they go to your website, they want to stay. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And so that holistic right. approach and what you're talking about is awesome. So basically, do you also offer copywriting then as well? So you're you're looking at their landing page, their sales funnel, their email sequences? Right. Yeah. No, I go through everything as part of my ad management package is I audit everything for my customers. And so I go through from A to Z, their whole funnel, make sure, you know, take a look at everything that they have, um, those email sequences, what their weekly emails are looking like, landing pages, because I can help go through and and really just usually a lot of it is just like tweaks here and there that we need to just change this headline or change that. But then there's some people that we're starting over from scratch. And so then I will also write for my customers if they need a full sales page written or a new landing page written, we'll start from scratch on some things too. So it kind of just depends on who needs what and where they are in their business. But a lot of people are at least coming to me with something. And we're usually just kind of making the tweaks that take it you know, from okay converting to converting like crazy. So, and um, it's it's amazing because sometimes it's literally just changing a few words around 
for adding in another word and taking one out. And all of a sudden your conversion goes from 20% to 50%. So that's crazy. That's awesome. Or you're probably, do you think even just probably adjusting where the call to action buttons are even, I'm sure that helps right. as well. Some, yeah. Sometimes it's the color of the call to action buttons. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah. There's a lot of psychology and what we click on and why. So bright colors, always go with bright colors. <laughs> all right. I tuck that away in bright colors. So what would be... Um, some tips or tricks. So maybe you have someone who is wants to work up to probably hiring you, or they're kind of just starting off and they're not at that point where they can take on Lauren <laughs> as their <laughs> yeah. uh, help, which, you know, everyone's goal should be to talk to Lauren, but um, <laughs> if they're kind of at that point, what would be some tips and tricks to kind of get them started and get going in the right direction? Um, well, one, I would focus on your list building because that's going to be one of your most valuable assets. And so I think the one mistake I see people when they first start list building to get their business to converting offers and stuff is that your lead magnet doesn't align or isn't attracting the right people. And so I think you always really need to start with the end in mind. So if you, and it's, we don't always know our businesses pivot and change. Um, but like, if you're thinking, okay, I want to offer this kind of service product down the road. I'm not quite there yet, but that's what I want to offer. Either it be coaching or what, what's the logical first step that people need to hear? Who, how am I going to attract the right people? What are they struggling with? What's their, you know, that first level emotion. And I see a lot of times people try to put too much in a lead magnet or it's too complicated. It's too high level. And we forget sometimes as experts ourselves, and I fall into this trap, you get talking about ads and you start dropping lingo and different things. And people are like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm like 10 steps where not even close to where you're at. So you really have to make sure you're sitting in your ideal client's shoes and use the language that they're using. It's a great place to go stalk them in Facebook groups. Um, what kind of read their comments? What are they saying? What kind of link? Is there certain phrases that keep coming up? That's the kind of stuff that you want to be utilizing in your ad copy, in your landing page copy, in your lead magnet. What is the what is their most number one struggle that is like in their face? And that's what they need to solve right now. Help them solve that then they might be ready later on for whatever higher level products, services, courses you're going to offer. So really do your marketing and your research. And I think that some people kind of wonder, how do I even do this marketing? And I love that you mentioned going to Facebook groups, search keywords, read the comments, and right. maybe even post um, a good question and get some answers that way. And I think that's an excellent right. way. Yeah, building an audience is key. Um, and organic audiences are becoming more important than ever. And so building a follower and, you know, finding ways to get yourself visible. I mean, the biggest thing is being visible online and being seen a lot of different places. So especially when you're first starting out getting on podcasts, getting on other live Instagram shows, if you can be a speaker in a group, all those kinds of things. But yeah, just posing different thought, you know, questions in in the groups that you're in where your ideal client is kind of hanging out. Uh, those are all great options. We, of course, don't want to be spamming, but and then, but over on Instagram too, getting in on those reels and stories and video views and really just not being afraid to put yourself out there because it's just, you know, people are looking for authentic people anymore. So don't be afraid to start building those audiences and those followers and go from there. So you also mentioned Lead Magnet. And I like the fact that you really gave us permission to make it simple. Because I am the same way. I want to just sit there and make this the most amazing league magnet you've ever found. But honestly, mm -hmm. simple is best. And so what what are some league magnets that you have really seen to be effective just to kind of give us a taste? Right. So there's so many different ideas you can do. But again, yeah, keeping it simpler, a, a quick win. How can you give your, what's the quickest way that you can get a solution to that ideal client? Something that 
they can implement right away simply and not go, oh, that's over my head or too much. You know, we want them to implement your advice. And that's what's going to make them come back to go, oh, that worked. I should listen to them more. And so great things that are like, are like checklist. If it's like a checklist of before you start doing this, make sure you have all these things ready. Short video series. If you do a couple of like videos, um, like a mini course, that works great. That sometimes is a little bit more expensive lead because it's a bigger time commitment. You have to remember that the more you ask of your client right off the base, you know, or ICA client, um, it, it's a bigger ask and they don't trust you yet. And the time is one of our most valuable things. So if you ask for an hour of their time, that's bigger than just reading a checklist. But it can still be very effective. I have some clients that use that. Um, but it just, you have to know that you're, you know, it's a little bit bigger ask. We also just one cheater kind of like guidelines or, you know, a, a how to, those are great things. Um, if they're, you can teach them a quick hack or trick or behind the scene things that's going to help them save time or money. Those are big things to help. Um, and again, it can just be a few little bullet points, what to include in you know, if I was making a lead magnet, you know, what kind of call a- actions to include or what color button you should make your buttons on your landing page, something like that. You know, just little simple trips that they could implement tomorrow and see conversions increase the next day. Also, I hope everyone took notes and they are thinking of ways they can look back in their lead magnets and build those email lists. I love the fact that, you know, you come in here and you're talking about ads, but you're talking about the holistic approach of it. And that's just so important. Because as doesn't, like you said, it doesn't fix something that's broken. <laughs> right. Right, so. right. No, you definitely, you definitely have to keep, uh, keep your whole marketing in mind when you're, when you're building ads and your email marketing, like it's not, doesn't exist in a silo. People are going to hear from you multiple points and they do need to hear from you and your marketing multiple times. They say on average, people need to hear from you seven to 10 times before they make a decision, whether either to move forward with working with you or, you know, even just start interacting with your posts. They sometimes need to hear from you seven to 10 times. So just everyone needs to keep like, you know, they put out one thing one time, go, oh, it didn't work. I'm like, no, you didn't try enough, <laughs> you know. Try 10 more times more. and then come back to me. <laughs> right, exactly. you know, put it out a hundred more times and see what happens. Um, and I feel like that average is going to only go up as, as just everything gets more and more online and stuff. So that's awesome. So Lauren, what are you learning right now? I like to ask my guests this question because it's mm-hmm. just so much fun because I have learned so much from what you're learning. So what are you learning right now, Lauren? Right. Um, right now I'm diving into a lot of Google analytics stuff, which just sounds kind of boring, but tracking ever since. So there's an iOS update that happened this year from Apple and that's really impacted ads and Google analytics has been helpful in understanding where our traffic is coming from and kind of understanding those dashboards and whatnot. So I've been doing more of that learning UTM parameters, which are kind of all again, nerdy data tracking, but it again is very much helping us understand where people are coming from, how they're interacting with our marketing, you know, so it helps us understand what's working. Okay, that piece worked really well. This piece, everybody fell off. Like, you know, we need to, okay, this is where we need to drill down, make some changes, try some different things to get people to continue on within our funnel. And that is why we hire people like you. (laughs) For those of us who do not want to do the deep dive or don't have the time or capacity to understand all of that. And I think that's just really a testament. We're always learning because the algorithms and all those things are always changing and you're, you're never going to stop learning. So, (laughs) oh yeah. And marketing is a moving target for sure. And even in ads, it moves faster than ever because, you know, things that worked a few months ago may not work as well right now. And a lot of it is depending on trends and 
how people are interacting with stuff on social media. Social media continues to evolve and change. I mean, now we've got reels on everything. And, you know, we saw TikTok really take off this last year. And so we see that reflected in our marketing. Some of my most best marketing, you know, videos and creatives at work are real style TikTok videos with trending sound. And they're usually kind of annoying and dumb, but you know what? They work. They get people to watch and click and everyone's like, oh, look, dumb doing that. And I'm like, but it gets people's attention. And that's our goal is to grab people's attention. So, um, and that's why people are used to consuming content anymore. Their attention span just gets shorter and shorter and shorter every year. So you have to capture everyone's attention within the first couple of seconds or they swipe up or, you know, swipe up to the next one. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's so true. So, all right. So Laura, someone's listening to this and they want to connect with you and they want to see how you can work together. Where can we find you online? Yeah. So you can find me on my website. It's the easiest direct contact if you're wanting to book a call with me or anything like that at laureneglin.com. You can find uh, more information about all the services I offer there. And then if you just wanted to follow me and see my goofy reels and whatever I'm up to, you can follow me on Instagram um, and Facebook at Lauren Eglin Marketing. Okay, excellent. Reels is one thing I have not yet jumped into. And oh, I keep yeah. thinking, I have to figure out, <laughs> I have to get into that. So that's they, awesome. It's a bit of a learning curve, but they're fun in the end and they can build a lot of great connection. I thank you, Lauren, so much for coming to the podcast. It was so nice talking to you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I had a blast. If you are thinking of starting an ad campaign on Facebook or Instagram, or maybe you already have one that you're just wondering, is this even working? That you will reach out to Lauren because she has such a great approach to this whole thing, right? So sales is never just one thing. You can get someone maybe on your webpage, but once they're on that sales page, what then, right? And so Lauren really does such a good job looking at the whole process and how can we bring someone from start to finish through your sales funnel. So I hope you enjoyed listening to Lauren's, which as I did. And, you know, when I was editing this months later after I recorded it, she mentioned the color of your call to action buttons, that it really matters. All of a sudden I thought, wait a minute, on my email, I have the most beautiful, calm green on my call to action button. I think I need to use some bright colors. <laughs> so even after just listening to this a second time, I was like, oh man, I got to apply some of these things that we talked about today. So, hey, if that's you too, no problem. Either way, I am just your friendly podcast manager here, helping you find your service provider and whatever it is that you are doing. And I hope that you are using the resource, the database, and if you're looking for somebody that you come over here, listen to these discovery calls and find someone that might suit you very well, because there are so many awesome service providers out there that can really help you level up your business. And my goal is to find some of the best that maybe they're not on tons of podcasts or, or really have these huge platforms, but what they do is amazing. And I am just finding them for you, drawing them out and lifting them up here for you. So that is why I have all of their content information right there in the show notes. It is the, one of the most important pieces of my show notes is making sure that you could contact everyone that you listen to here on a discovery call. With that said, if you're a business owner and you are thinking about starting a podcast for your business, may it be just content marketing at the top of your sales funnel, or you want to build your network even more. I would love to talk to you. We can just book a 30 minute discussion and I will let you walk away with something on paper and concrete to work on that'll get you going in the right direction. So if that is you, reach out to me. I would love to talk to you. Either way, I am so happy you're here. Make sure you share this with your people and I will see you next week on another discovery call.